Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. There. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, the Mike Schaefer Hour on Thursday is sponsored by Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2. We had some hoops discussion during the break. Get to that here in a second. Uh, the main text I'm getting on the text line during the break is, of course, a football-related question, Schaefer. And it, it stems from something that happened yesterday, not Nebraska-related. So, Lincoln Keyholes is a, uh, is yes. a quarterback from Pierce, South Dakota, a four-star quarterback that commits... To Ohio State, a 2023 quarterback, which people say, well, okay, Riola, Dylan Riola is a 2024 quarterback. Does this affect him at all and his status at Ohio State? Again, there's a lot of drama regarding this. Is there any drama that's warranted, Schaefer, or not regarding any potential flipping of Dylan Riola? I don't think okay. so. I mean, I I, so. he chose Ohio State for a reason, and he knew there was going to be competition at Ohio State. And the reason he's going to Ohio State is the reason that, you know, C.J. Stroud is going to be a top 10 NFL draft pick. And, and it's one of the best offenses in college football to play in as a quarterback. And all of these things are still going to be true, regardless of whether the kid from Pierre, South Dakota, is committed or not. And he's a, he's a good quarterback. He looks I mean, pretty so, good, yeah. Um, I've already joked with people he's going to be like the new Joe Burrow where he can't win the job at Ohio State, but he ends up in the portal and he goes to another school. And then it becomes this whole conversation of like, did they pick the right guy and, you know, whatever else. Because little known fact, before Nebraska got absolutely dumped on for about the rest of eternity for not taking a guy in Joe Burrow, um, <laughs> Ohio State didn't choose him over Dwayne Haskins. So <laughs> that's you know, true. That's true. It's not like Nebraska is the only school that missed on Joe Burrow, even though that's the narrative, and it will be until we're all dead. <laughs> Nebraska also did not really – Right? Be- like, I'm, I'm so sick of that, and I was – The Ooh, moment yeah. it started, because there's a lot more that goes into it than Scott Frost did whatever, mm-hmm. or, you know, there's 
There's like years that go into that whole thing and like multiple levels. And all we ever hear is that Nebraska chose Adrian over Joe Burrow. The other question becomes regarding the quarterback search. I mean, you've got Zane Flores who's going to Oklahoma State at Gretna. You've got Lincoln Keyholes at Pierce, mm-hmm. South Dakota. Some talented quarterbacks well, both in the region. No traction really with either. Yeah, so. Nebraska didn't talk to them really. Did, did Matt Rule try to pursue Keyholes when he got here at all or not? Uh, as far as I know, I think that they made an overture. I don't know that it was a uh, it was met with anything. Um, hmm. And look, I mean, he was locked into to Washington, yeah. and I think he would have been pretty happy to go to Washington, except Ohio State came along. Okay, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Can't where... Nebraska come along? though like can Nebraska uh, come sure along? but Close showing up in December yeah. versus you know I'm sure Ryan Day and Ohio State had been reaching out well before and obviously he had been committed to Washington for a little while and I think Washington you know had had put together an intriguing uh, NIL package and everything for him and so it was a uh, for him to move to Ohio State it's a big deal I mean it's um, that's huge, yeah. But yeah. Rule could play the hey, I just got on a got, got sure. card. Well, I just got here, Lincoln. I guarantee Your you. name's Lincoln, bro. Come on, yeah. Lincoln. I, I guarantee NIL. you in both situations, it was sort of left at like, hey, you know, just we'll leave the door open for you. You leave the door open for us. Because here's what's going to happen with quarterback recruiting. High school quarterback recruiting is almost going to go the way of the dodo bird. Why do you say that? Because everyone's still going to take one in terms of maybe you can develop it, and maybe you hit the next Justin Herbert, maybe whatever. But look at all these portal quarterbacks. This is this is life now. Like this is what this is, and you're going to be in these situations, um, you know, every couple years. And guys are going to go to a school. They're not going to win a job. They're going to go to a the portal, and they're going to try to go, you know, win a Heisman somewhere. How many Heisman quarterbacks have been? In the portal already. I mean, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, just recently, Caleb Williams, like this, Joe Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, I don't think Jalen Hurts didn't win the Heisman. No, but, no, but, he, um, but he's but a he, good I mean, example. Like, all of these, these are all the guys that everybody wants to be. So it's not like it's this taboo thing if a kid goes somewhere and decides, well, this didn't work for me. I'm going to transfer somewhere else. It's like people are like, oh, what's going to happen with Dylan Rayola or this Lincoln guy? And it's like, they had Quinn Ewers. They looked at him and said, C.J. Stroud is better. I think they probably made the right decision for themselves. Mm -hmm. And Quinn Ewers goes to Texas and (laughs) doing pretty damn well there, too. So I I just think the way that high school quarterback recruiting is going to work, people are still going to – you're still going to try to get a guy on the front end. Yeah, you got to. But you're always going to be keeping an eye on the portal. We're always going to be talking about quarterback recruiting out of the portal. It's going to be a thing every single year. What you don't want to be and what Nebraska is going to try not to be is a team that has to be in the portal every year for a quarterback because there is no way to have continuity unless you built an offensive system that you can just plug and play guys the way that Lincoln Riley has. And there's one guy on the planet that's done that, and that's Lincoln Riley. Dang, that's complicated. Because look at LSU. That as was a complicated as, spiel right there. I don't know what the answer is. Well, if you look at LSU, they haven't replaced Joe Burrow. <clears throat> like it, it, so that's the thing. Like You might get a special guy, mm-hmm. but it's for a finite amount of time, so you can't make that your whole thing. You can't just depend that you're going to get a player out of the portal that's going to come in and be your quarterback and can set your culture. It's going to mesh with guys immediately. Damn, hold on. You know, this isn't the NFL. Yeah, it's hard to find a, another Burrow. So maybe what we're operated. talking about now, now you just put yourself in the shoes of a head coach, college college head coach. 
we'll say power five head coach. Better than mine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no now, what are you? What are you doing? What I I think what I'm getting out of this conversation is I'm not going to be quarterback reliant. I'm going to have a system that yeah, the quarterback's always important, but I don't need a Dylan. You Randall. want a friendly. You want a friendly offense to build around a yeah. quarterback yeah. because your quarterback is going to be a yo-yo. Yeah, I'm going to tell guys. I'm going to tell my assistants get. Uh, we need a big offensive line, good offensive line. We need a good running back, good yep. running back room. We can't be reliant on this idea that we're going to get uh, a program-changing quarterback. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you've got because 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 of what you laid out, the way the way it works now, it's hard. It's going to be right. hard to do it. Well, it, and you never know. You might land the guy on the front end, and it might work really well for you, but. Maybe it hasn't necessarily shown to be the case in college football right now. Um, you know, you look at the the playoff team, CJ Stroud. Uh, there are that's working. So CJ Stroud, I think they might all be high school recruits. Um, the Georgia guy has a little bit of a different situation. Stetson Bennett was a walker, right? That's right. Um, uh, Why am I blanking? So oh, Michigan. Matt, so they were all. They all largely have been with their one team. Yeah, JJ. So McCarthy. this is this is one of those years where that's relatively true, but it's not always that case mm. anymore. The other thing about it is, is you might get a guy that you really like that leads you to the promised land. That he leaves. Yeah. I mean, that's well, why I'm saying is you can't. You, you got to be ready for that. Right. And that's why I say. Uh, guys, we got to be strong all around the quarterback, and we got we can't make this quarterback reliant. This can't be Nebraska. Well, you want it to be attractive too. To uh, this can't be Nebraska under Frost. Yeah, mm. you want it to be attractive to a quarterback. You want the quarterback to look at what you've got set up around yeah. him yeah. and think I can have success here. That's the formula, Jake. It's not get a quarterback and build around him. It's get a team, get an offense, and build it around the notion that we we can get a good quarterback. But if we don't, we're still going to be okay. That's ideal. What? That's ideal. Yeah, that's that's my it ideal. Has been happened. Transfer yeah, portal guy Justin Fields. That's right. <laughs> yes. I forget about that. Yeah. He went from Georgia to Ohio State. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the Big Ten, new head coach this week. Ryan Walters is named the head coach at Purdue. The former Illinois defensive coordinator who had a great year in Illinois. Great, mm-hmm. great year for the Illini defense. The best, uh, the best coordinator year of the. Of- College football. Sip, he, Sip he should should have won the Broyles if he didn't. I I think Sip was more underwhelmed with the hire than I was. I'm I not, think it's peculiar. It's not the route that I would have went. Okay. Um, Who do you think they should have gone with first? Well, so I look at it like I'm strange. I sort of view it as Purdue's success in college football has largely been built off of having an offense that's different than the rest of the Big Ten. Joe Tiller. So they have to. To me, it's like you you should sort of play to what your niche has been, and. This is the exact opposite. That's right. And they tried it with Daryl Hazel, and I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen necessarily with um, Ryan Walters. Yeah, I totally – Ryan Walters. Like, it's just like not there. I went yeah, – you know, it's like you're in your brain. You're like you're getting through all the compartments, and you open it up, and it's nothing. He's <laughs> empty fun. He's done. He's, he's um, time. So I, I'm, a little, I'm a little surprised. Like, honestly, and I know it's not like he lit the world up there. Dino Babers made a ton of sense to me. Like, Dude. that's the kind of guy that's had success at Purdue. Your team is already kind of set up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, he already lost both of his coordinators. I mean, it sort of just <laughs> felt like Syracuse should have just allowed, you know, Dino Babers to go to Purdue. Everybody wins in that scenario. Now, Purdue, obviously, they, they chose this guy. And they're going to try to go into the style that seemingly everybody else in the Big Ten West is playing. 
And that's, uh, you know, the more rugged, drawed out uh, possession value style. And when everyone's doing the same thing, you got to be – I just think it's so much harder when you're a program like that that isn't ever really going to have a top 25 recruiting class. I mean, they they're always have to kind of win in the margins. And, yeah. you know, sometimes winning in the ah. margins is being different than win, Yeah, winning in the margins against Luke Fickle, P.J. Fleck, Brett Bielema, Kirk Ferentz. Matt Rule, Pat Fitzgerald. Hey, also, the other thing that that how, list how of coaches, that? their points are going to be such a premium in the Big Ten West now. I mean, you you essentially have a bunch of coaches that really value field position. They they will play through their defense. Almost every guy that you name there will play through. Is that his what Fickle defense. does? Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, it, now at Cincy, it was different. I, I think that there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period for him, even though he knows the Big Ten as well as anybody would. The that conference, the the American is not similar to the Big Ten at all. It's a very spaced out, wide very open. Different, yeah. How you're playing is going to be very different there than mm-hmm. you know what you're going to be doing at Wisconsin. So I I'm fascinated like what they do early on. Oh, uh, I both, know both so, on the offensive side and then like yeah. how it all lines up. So regarding the hire though, are you you know it wouldn't it's not where you would have gone with it, but do oh, you I think like it? I think it's still an intriguing hire. I'm just surprised because I. I would sort of think that, you know, you had success with Brom, you had success with Joe Tiller. Both of those were sort of built on playing different than the conference around you. Yep. And to me, that usually sort of tells me that when you try to go against the grain on that, when you try to go like everybody else, you kind of just get washed out. Mm-hmm. And maybe it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, Purdue's had some salty defenses, so it's not like um, they they couldn't have that under Ryan Walters. It's just a uh, – a surprise, let's, I guess, to me. Let's see who Schaefer aligns with me or you on the okay. coaches' ranking. Who would you rank as the number one and two coach in the Big Ten West? I know I put you on the spot. You don't have to do the whole division. See, just that's really hard because it's just like what are you looking for? Right. right. Well, and it's you know I haven't seen Luke Fickle at Wisconsin, but mm-hmm. that's a that's a big name like right off the bat. Yeah. Like, and that's a guy who's been to the college football playoff. Yeah. That's number none one. of the other people. None don't, of the other don't, people. Don't sway his boat um, here. Okay, who's near one? Have your own list. Don't, I, don't can, I can do – should I give you the names? Ferentz. <laughs> I know the names. Okay. Thank he you. Know, he knows – he does. He's got the names. I know who's not number one, and that's Pat Fitzgerald. Um, <laughs> neither one of our lists has him number one. Right. I, I think I would go Fickle. Uh, hello. But, and the, the thing is, like – Jake? The difference between Fickle like and where I would go after that isn't that big. No, that's the thing. It's tightly like I, I think it's all pretty much because I think you could go Fickle, Rule, Bielema, Ference, and okay. any of that. Okay. Fleck. I mean, I think I'd put Fleck up there. Yeah. Uh, Should I, get Mars? Honestly, you could get you could get to me, it's like two. those five, and then you're getting into Fitzgerald Walters. Yeah. Like Walters is last. He's never been a head coach right. before. So that's seven. Fitzgerald and Fitzgerald is six Fitzgerald's because it has it. not worked. <laughs> yes, lost it. For, you know, a, a bit now. Yeah. The other five, I mean, you could make a case. I don't know yes. that there's a case for Fleck. And right now, right. I, I don't know that there's a case for Ferentz at number one. At number I, one. Get, I put him number one. I put Ferentz first. I don't know that I can do that. That program has to make changes. Well, I think, well, like big changes. Well, they've added Cade McNamara. They've added yep. Eric All. So they've had okay. offensive changes. Okay. And keep in mind, who's their OC? Brian Ferentz. Is it still the guy who suppresses points at an incredible so, level? So Brian Ferentz obviously is a is a huge problem in this. What's his last name? Ferentz. <laughs> I think he'll be gone. I think that he'll move on. But 
but Kirk Ferentz, I mean, they had a just an embarrassing offense, and they still were one win away from winning the Big Ten West this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I mean, some of that is is as much about the Big Ten West this past hey, year. Hey, you play your schedule, man, no, and you win against your fair. schedule. It's absolutely So fair. I put – you want, want our list? I if, would like that. Okay, I had Ferentz one, and I, I didn't feel great about that, by the way. That was not like, that was, that was not like a yes, obviously he's – like, I guess I'll put him first because, like you said, it's very huh. jumbled. First, Ferentz. Two – I had Brett Bielema at Illinois. Okay. Three, because he has not coached yet besides the interim year at Ohio State, Fickle. Mm-hmm. Four, P.J. Fleck. Five, Matt Rule. Six, Fitzgerald. Seven, Ryan Walters. So we have the same the, yeah. the same five, and I think we would all agree it's pretty tightly jumbled. Yeah, that's what yeah, – uh, Like, I wouldn't really scoff at anybody having any of those five as their one. No. It, Fleck would maybe be the hardest sell. Yeah, I just, he's not the best. Because I still don't think that he's got Minnesota going well – Want to see what it looks like beyond life, beyond Tanner Morgan and, and um, Ibrahim, what that kind of looks like for him offensively because they've gotten worse on offense, and that's that's a little concerning. Like, think about the team that, you know, the 2019 team was more dynamic on offense with Tyler Johnson and yeah. Rashad Bateman, and mm-hmm. they don't have those re- that level of receiver anymore uh-huh. either. So uh-huh. what does that look like? Right, good point. Before the game show, Schaefer, and I, I saw you post a couple times this week. Was it's been a tough week for college about football? About getting my beard caught in a zipper? No, not that. Okay, which is also interesting. Mike Leach passed away. <laughs> we should. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
laughing. <laughs> no, not, I'm, I'm laughing about your beard. Yes, right. Beard. Yeah. I can see how oh, that would happen. Yeah, it's it, long right it, now. It didn't feel great. Oh, I'll God, tell you I'm, that. Just hurt. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, definitely a more somber thing there. But Mike Leach was just a huge part of college football. I mean, I was uh, sitting thinking about it. One of the things that's fascinating to me is that every one of his games with Nebraska, or at least certainly the last five, are incredibly memorable for a variety of reasons. And for me specifically, I could put myself exactly where I was for the last four of those. Nebraska lost all four. Do this. In 2004, I'm a junior in high school. I'm at a friend's house. There's a poker tournament going on. I bust out early. I have no social life, so I don't have anywhere else to go. So I'm just sitting on the couch watching this homicide happen. On television. 70 to 10. Yeah, you know, the Bo Davis game, as everybody knows it as, unfortunately for Bo. Yeah, he threw some intercepts. Uh, four of them. One of seven. One of seven. Yes. Um, okay, that was Mark 2004. Mark threw an interception in that game, by the way. Did he really? People forget about that. Yeah, he had one forget. pass, one interception. Hey, no. that was 2004 in October. Yeah. Yep. So 70 then, to 10. So all of these games are in October, by okay. the way. Yeah. So okay. 2004 in October. 2005, I'm a senior in high school. I'm over at a friend's house. Okay. And there's a group of us. It, it turns out to be this group that like I still text with on Nebraska game days. Okay. Wow. And we're all just kind of like sitting there. Nebraska makes this furious comeback. 2005, yeah. Lakeven Smith play yeah, happens. fumble. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's that loss. Yeah. 2008, it's October 11th. In a scant few hours, Mike Schaefer is going to be 21. Oh, he boy. can already taste the regret on O Street <laughs> while watching this game play out. <laughs> Nebraska, again, comes back. They score. 21 seconds left. Todd Peterson, touchdown. Everyone I'm watching with, we're all screaming for Nebraska to go for two. They kick yeah. the extra point. Yeah. Texas Tech scores, misses the extra point. Yeah. Nebraska interception, Joe Gans. That's right. That's Joe right. Gans. 2009. This first one, this, that was the eight. You know, 2008, what I remember about that was Pelini with tears after that game. Well, they still. Pelini with tears. Do you remember the game they played the week before? They played Missouri at home. And yes, this was supposed to, to be like uh, Nebraska's back kind of thing uh-huh. and got absolutely waxed. Like, that's one of those games where they lost by 35 points and. It felt like they lost. Was that Jeremy Macklin? Yeah. Chase Daniel. Jeremy Macklin. Chase Daniel. Jeremy Macklin. Macklin. Jeremy Macklin caught a slant over the middle and went the distance early. And I was like, oh, God, this this might not be good. It was like 7 7. Nebraska had a great first drive and then did not score again for a long time. Yeah, they had a good time. Okay, so the last one. 2009, my first year covering the team. uh, Nebraska hands out the black shirts like two days before this game happens. And they end up losing 31 to 14. Yep. It was their worst loss of the season. They actually only allowed like 270 yards to that Texas Tech team. And you look at some of the names in that game. Like, do you, either of you remember Stephen Sheffield? Yeah, Sheffield. Sticks. Sticks. They called him Sticks. Um, skinny guy. Like, Receiver just, for Texas I had, Tech. I thought about that game the other day because Nebraska had like a weird turnover that they, they yeah, stopped they, playing. Yeah, it was an 86-yard fumble return yeah. where most people the thought the play line. was dead. Yes, I thought it was dead. Like, what's going on? And then they're down 14 nothing. Correct, yep. All four of those games in Nebraska, I think, trailed by 17 or more points at some point. Mike Leach. Um, multiple Mike times, Leach. twice, they rallied to make it a game only to have a soul-crushing turnover. Yes. The fumble and then the interception. Um, and, and so, like, I, you know, I also – I will, it was like a Halloween weekend in college, and they're playing – Texas Tech is playing Texas. It was like the biggest game on the planet. Like, it was two top five teams. The Michael Crabtree play. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just – 
Mike Leach has always just been such a big part of college football. I know. That's it. You just nailed it. And then, of course, you know, there's everything with his personality and the the zany quotes and all of that. But it's like his effect on just the game of football goes so far beyond any one quote or any one viral. It does. No, it does. You, You said it. You said it. it's very simple. He was a big part of college football, a real big part. And he part. allowed us to be a big part of it, too, because he let people in in a way that yeah. few coaches ever have. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. God. I, I, I have not fully come to terms with it. I, I mean, bet I mean, a lot I mean, of people have I'm not sure you it. will until it's next It's such a bummer. Yeah, like, I, it's just an absolute, you know, it wasn't a guy that was ever going to win a national title. No. But think about how many household names there are of coaches that, you know, exist in college football they're like urban Dabo. like mike leach is a bigger name than ryan day yeah he is kind of is he's he's unique is what it comes down to yeah he's, he's not he's cut out of a. He, he, i mean the what it comes down to is this he's unique and he's he's eccentric in some ways kind of quirky but good i yeah. mean he's good that and he and he had a lot good, of substance yeah he's great and he had a lot of substance yeah i mean there's a lot of substance yeah he was kind of he's kind of funny but like moose laid out he was – you towed the line with him as a player. He, he, he was very disciplined. There was oh, discipline yeah. in the program. I mean, Mike himself was a little eccentric, kind of funny. We, we laughed, but, man, if you played for him, it was no joke, right? But – And it was no joke. If you played for him and you did what you were supposed to and you towed the line, I mean, that guy would do anything yeah, for you. Yeah. I mean, the stories of his generosity for media, for coaches, for – I mean, his coaching tree – Oh, is insane. It is, it is insane. It, it's like we're we're talking like Bill Snyder. I always regard the Bill Snyder coaching tree as like the best that I know of that exists. Mm-hmm. You just go through there, all the different people that went through. I mean, Hayden Fry is kind of in the similar vein. Uh, I'm sure Nick Saban will be at that point too. But the Mike Leach one is enormous. Yeah, like it it spans Name throughout. Aranda Kingsbury, uh, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley. Uh, those are the big. Those are they big just three. named. I mean, Seth Luttrell at North Texas, and then the guy who just replaced him at North yeah. Texas, both Mike Leach guys, Dino Babers. Dino like, Babers. there's just all throughout the landscape. Yeah. I mean, it's just the amount of people he helped sort of set up. Yeah. Interesting. Good job, Shay. Let's play the game show. Oh, Give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels. Two bagels and Joe Sip is two and one in the week, going for a winning week on a on a Thursday. Of course, it's. Thursday night football. <laughs> I didn't look. 49ers and Seahawks, all-time leaders. You know the franchise stats there. Leaders, the studs. Why didn't I look at this? And it's I feel like both teams have played in a game on Thursday this year. No. Well, uh, Seahawks, I feel like have. Not sure. Haven't we done this with the Seahawks? I don't think so. Four six four. All-time leaders. Yep, 5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the takedown Sip and Schaefer in trivia. 49ers Seahawks in Seattle tonight. Thursday night football. All-time leaders for the franchises. You guys feel okay about that one? I don't feel confident. I hope you do, Mike. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're talking about uh, some interesting teams here where there's a lot of names. So. Well, if you can hear us, caller, who do we have? You're playing the game show today. Am I on right now? You are. What's your name? Uh, this is Corey. 
Corey. Oh, it's Corey. No, it's oh, not. It's, no, it's, it's Corey. Not. Oh, yeah. Corey, nice to hear your voice. How you been, my brother? Uh, I've been scratching around a little bit. I'm doing all right. <laughs> Good job. I need to start scratching it's out a little Columbus bit more. the Columbus crew today. Yeah, it is. Except it is me. a cl- – hey, Corey, this is a Columbus crew. This is a Columbus Minus crew. Minus me. Yeah. Just you three. It so. is a Columbus crew. Hell yeah. Yeah, All we right. like that. We like that. Well, we got we got ourselves a little brawl at midnight at Glur Park going on right now. Bro. I like it. <laughs> I like All it. right. Well, uh, yeah, we do. You know the drill, Corey. Schaefer's lifeline for one question for Sip. Here is your first question, Corey. Who has – the most rushing yards in Seahawks history with 9,429 yards. That'd be Sean Alexander. Yep. That is correct. 1-0 lead for Corey. He, where'd he play, Jake, in Alabama. college? Alabama. Roll Tide. Alabama. Roll Tide. All right, Sip, first question to you. Uh, Jerry Rice has the most receiving yards by far in Niners history with 19,000-plus yards. Who was second in the franchise with 8,000? 572 receiving yards. Can you just give the last name? I mean, I think you could. I'm guessing you know this. I think I'm going to go with Schaefer here. Is it T.O., Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens is correct, but you've had that. No. What were you going for? I'm not saying. (laughs) (laughs) Better better safe than sorry here. The way you said that makes me think it's a... Interesting. <laughs> All right, so Schaefer's out, but I'm he not got the share answer it. correct. Don't even ask me on break. Now it's Corey versus <laughs> Sip. Mono y mano. All yeah. right, Corey, what linebacker has the most tackles in Niners history with 950 tackles in his eight-year career? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a tough one. I would add that 733 of these tackles were solo tackles. Okay. Also, still first in the franchise. Linebacker. Though. Man, I know. I know who I. I know who I want. He's he played in the 2000s, 2010s. I can't think of the guy's name. Oh. Uh oh. Five seconds, Corey. Five. Uh. Four. Three. I don't got. I don't, I'm not gonna get oh. it. Oh. Well, I'll give you the horn. I don't. You don't. You're not guessing. No, I'm not. Who is it? Schaefer. Is it Patrick Willis? It was Patrick Willis. From Ole Miss. From Ole Miss. Absolute right. first, stud. I thought that you were pick. a big fan of his. You were. You like Patrick. You've Willis. talked about him on the show. Yeah. Before. <laughs> I've talked about Patrick Willis. Okay. All right. This is for the win. If you oh, missed yeah, this, Corey it. can win outright. Hold on. Let me take a deep breath. All right. Sip. <laughs> don't you be win. serving him up any meatballs here, I don't. This is a. He's chastising me before the question. I love it. All right, Sip. Russell Wilson is first all-time in passing yards in Seahawks history. Got it. With 37,000-plus yards. Yep, Who was second? That'd be Jim Zorn, the great Jim Zorn. Thank you. Oh. Come I believe on. Jim Zorn was fourth or fifth from what I looked at. Corey, do you want that for the win or are we going to the tiebreaker? I want the ball and I'm going to win. Matt Hasselbeck. That's a great No record. way. No oh, way. way. Really? Hasselbeck has more than four. And what Corey did there was perfect because yeah. in a playoff game, Seahawks-Packers, the Seahawks got the they got the point flip. Hasselbeck says, we want the ball. We're going to score. He proceeds to throw a pick six. Yeah. To <laughs> young, young Mike Schaefer was very enthusiastically <laughs> to, to excited Harris. about that response. Yes, and then was. very unhappy with how it went. Yes. Uh, Corey, well done. We'll get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and uh, calling down the road. You won the battle today.
absolutely, I won the battle. I won the war. I don't buy. I don't buy the turnaround stuff. <laughs> I know you're going to regress back to the mean. Uh, keep on, keep on punching, callers. Let's go. All right, all right. Corey, Good job, Corey. There we go. Good punch today. You lost in Glory Park today. Yeah, I'm over. I'm 25 games over 500 right now. Hey, this the ball was in your court. You were tied one one. You had a chance to win. I, I was right? really confident with Zorn too. There's definitely been some rumbles at Glory Park. <laughs> no oh doubt yeah, there has been. <laughs> no doubt. There's a lot of weird. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the, any of it. <laughs> hey, Clear Park. Yeah, and good job by Corey. So Zorn was fourth or fifth? I think he was fifth at the lowest, but I think he was yeah, fifth three, at the I, lowest. Dave, Craig I don't know why. There. I thought that you knew that it was Hasselbeck. I expected you to say Hasselbeck, <laughs> and we had another Dan Pastorini. <laughs> Dave, Dave Creek was third. Dave Creek. And then Zorn was fourth or fifth. Okay. That. So. Okay. Uh, the spillover's next. Schaefer, you sticking around or not? AD's not here today. Sure. All right. More yeah, Schaefer there you go. with Raph is next. More Schaefer. Early break on the ticket. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.